Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Guidance is internal. Ignition sequence starts. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Permission to board, please. Permission to come aboard. Permission to board. Permission to board. Do I have some permission to board that sweet mothership? This is the Permission Granted Podcast. Here's DA. Welcome inside the Permission Granted Podcast, everybody. Appreciate you dropping on by. This is the final PGP of the old time slot. You can always subscribe to the Permission Granted Podcast on iTunes, search Permission Granted, or go to our website, daoncbs.com. Also, this PGP will be available if you subscribe to our normal DA show podcast of the show itself. And so, Mraz, now the clock is truly ticking. Today, we are taping this on a Wednesday, which means only three shows to go in the old time slot, does it feel like a funeral? No, no, no. I think it feels like a party because that's the only way it, it always is with us, right? I would agree. I, I don't think that anything's sad about this at all. No. First of all, we're not getting fired. That's that's huge. That's a huge positive. That's really the biggest positive. Second of all, I think that uh, in the great scheme of things, it's not like if we are losing people that might be in their car at night that won't be able to listen to us in the day. The idea and the technology around our podcasting system now just makes me feel like, hey, if you want to listen to us, there's still plenty of ways to listen to us. So I feel like we can keep everybody still connected here. It's just like TV where we've become conditioned to DVRs. Right. Just like TV because if – see, but it's even better because we're moving earlier in the day. So people that wanted to listen earlier in the day can listen. But people that want to l- listen later in the day, it'll be available to you. And we'll be talking about the same things we would have talked about anyway because we're not coming on after. We'll be coming on before. Right. If we were getting shifted later, it might be tougher because then people might be listening to something that's like almost a day behind. Yes. But, yeah, I mean, time shifting is what we do now with everything in in media. You listen when you want to listen. So uh, I think this is going to be great. I'm fired up. We were just working with the production department just before we hopped on the air here. Been a whirlwind of a day putting everything together here. Elements, new opens, new top of the hour opens, putting some uh, putting some drops in, brand new drops. So the feel will be the same of the show. 90% of the stuff is going to be exactly the same, but we've kind of souped up, as we've talked about in the, the previous episodes of the PGP leading up to this. I like popping the hood and tweaking the car and tweaking the engine and, and souping things up a little bit. So I, I would say we hit like a turbo booster on this car. I like it. I think that there's a spoiler, as you mentioned. I think we got really cool hubcaps that are like chopper hubcaps. Which is ironic because since we're doing the show with bosses, you know, down the hall now, we might be get, getting a lot more tickets written yeah. on our vehicle, if you yeah, will. Yeah, yeah. But uh, the production sounds awesome. And uh, some of the new drops that we have in the system now, I'm really excited about. Very funny. We just went through that for about a half an hour and a lot of laughs dropping those in. So, yeah, everything's going to sound a little uh, a little different, but with the same twist. 
It's going to be just, uh, it's going to be like a fresh coat of paint. Yes. Or a new air freshener after 14 White Castle farts in your car. Same house, same car, fresh coat of paint on it, and we just kind of wheeled it through the uh, the car wash, and uh, yeah, it's got a nice new air freshener in there. <laughs> so it's going to be good. Um, I'm, I'm excited about the whole thing, and uh, what I'm also excited about is that I'm getting a lot of people on social media saying, oh, this is great, now I can listen again. There's a lot of people that were tied up at night doing stuff because they couldn't you know, they could no longer listen to us or they, 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 they move time slots and so maybe, their job maybe, of their life. Maybe listeners we had in the last two hours of overnights, if you will, that sure. are, that'll get back in the mix now with the early mornings. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I'm, I'm actually getting a lot of people saying, oh, this is cool. I can listen again. So that's pretty great because, yeah, you know, at night we were doing six to 10 Eastern for the last two and a half years. And you think about that time slot, you're usually pretty busy between those times because you're you, well you might be commuting home from work and so you're stuck in the car or whatever but um you're taking the kids somewhere you're going out to dinner with the wife you're running errands um you're just home with family time not everybody can multitask like jonathan in georgia where he watches his family feud and listens to the da show at the same time yeah it really makes for a uh, tip of the cap to the guys like jonathan in georgia and uh joel in green bay pack fan joel because they would just listen and have it on at all times i almost feel like pack fan joel did not leave his house between the hours of 5 to 9 Central Time, simply so that he could get all four hours of the show. That's that's probably true. Now, speaking of a Jonathan in Georgia, what are our rules regarding Hurricane Jen? Because we mocked her calling into Jim Rome because it's way too early for Hurricane Jen. Yeah. If she calls into the DA show in the new time slot, does she ever get put up again? Yeah. Yes, okay. Yeah, we, Without we, hesitation. Yes. We cannot say no to our listeners that help build this. We cannot keep them out. Okay. Now, does Hurricane Jen have, Much shorter leash. have a stricter leash, a stricter pitch count? Yes. Okay. We're going to be watching every pitch. Which means if she doesn't get into the Rex Ryan nudes within 30 seconds, she's out. We're not giving her three <laughs> minutes to get to that point. She probably doesn't get three and a half minutes to uh, meander through uh, whatever it is she's going through. But... I, I can't keep Hurricane Jen out. Now, I also don't want Hurricane Jen to uh, to come out of the blocks with some type of hot and heavy sports take uh, right out. You know, but, <laughs> but I'm going to gauge it. We're going to gauge it. We're, we're going to see how the first inning goes, obviously, what she's going to lead with, and then we're going to see where the arm is. And, uh, again, very strict pitch count. If, you know, if it's getting real loose – uh, I should say this, if it's getting real long and meandery and there's not going anywhere and you feel like the payoff of Hurricane Jen, which is probably uh, bursting into laughter or bursting into sobbing, is going to happen five minutes from now, we can't do it. Can't do we it. We just don't have seven I, minutes to play with anymore. I just wonder if we get to a point, uh, let's say summertime, yeah. where you come back into the control room and it's me and it's Pete Bellotti who will be working on the show and you go... Man, I think that's it for Hurricane Jen. I just don't think we can do it anymore. Like, <laughs> like, are we just delaying the inevitable there? No, like I said, I think you. I think the building blocks of all of our crazy listeners and callers that helped us get here and were identifiable with the show. You you have to keep an open mind to, and then um, you know you just kind of you have to. Uh, <laughs> You have to coach on the fly. Okay, all right. You have to coach on the fly. Everybody's shifting like the NHL. Just climb over the boards. Let's get the next line out there. Yeah. Uh, I was interested that you brought up that Pete Bellotti, who's going to be on the Wheel of Steel now, 
Yes. You told me this today. I didn't know this. It's a big wrestling fan. Yes. As a matter of fact, I think at least he's gone a couple times. I think he's one of these guys that like travels to WrestleMania every year. Now, I watched wrestling for approximately like two or three years when I was 9, 10, and 11 years old, something like that. Around my time frame. I think 13 years was my cutoff. 13 years old, I was out. Yeah. Um, So that means neither you nor I have watched in a long time. I went to the Royal Rumble when I worked in Boston, and it was hysterically fun. But I would say out of the 40 wrestlers that came out, I think it's 40, I knew none of them. I mean, maybe The Undertaker came out and I knew him, maybe. But I was like, I- I'm lost here. There's no junkyard dog. There's no Doink the Clown. There's no, <laughs> there's no, uh, you know, Gold uh, Dust is out. I mean, Ultimate Warrior. I got, I had nothing. No Coco Beware. So I'm kind of intrigued, and I think Andrew, uh, Andrew Bogish uh, knows nothing about wrestling either. Bogish doesn't strike me as no. He does way too much Fordham basketball to be watching Monday Night Raw. So I, I kind of feel like this is kind of perfect because Bellotti is going to be talking to three guys that are totally checked out on wrestling. But he's all in on wrestling. All in. So I kind of like that because, I, you know, every so often a wrestling story comes up. And every so often I, I like to get a little, a Listen, little educated. If I'm Don Cherry Alamode, he's got to be you know, some kind of yeah. some kind of wrestling freak show for us over there. <laughs> I'm excited about that. And uh, Bilotti is hysterical because he's got a very soft-spoken demeanor. Yeah, we got to try to perk that up a little very bit. Very soft-spoken. But, but that might be perfect because... You, myself, I mean, we're always yelling, and Bogish is, I mean, he's hes a broadcaster's broadcaster, so soft-spoken body might be great in the middle of, like, a storm of hot takes. <laughs> guys, guys, let me tell you something. <laughs> it's got a little Shep in him. <laughs> so um, all of that is, is great, and uh, I'm really, really excited. And we got the news this week that we've been green-lighted to take over the webcast so every episode of the show is going to be able to be watched, you, just like Tiki and Tierney. I don't know how many people knew this, but you could watch Tiki and Tierney's show, and it was produced like it was a TV show on the web. Well, we we are now inheriting that. We'll be the only show on the network. They'll be on the TV side, but we'll be the only show on the network that will be webcast, which means we have the visibility of people being able to watch everything, but we don't have to oblige by the rules of TV. Which is truly incredible. It's truly unbelievable. And to be fair, we once did take over the Tiki and Tierney web stream. And what happened? We crashed it. Actually, twice. Twice we both crashed? Both chicken challenges, I both think. Chi- and one wienership and one chicken challenge. And it crashed both times because simply too many people came a-clicking to it. So it was our goal just to keep crashing it until we get enough bandwidth to really widen that bandwidth. Yes, I'd like to crash it every single day. I'd like to take this a bandwidth and just... We'll just have everybody inundated and crash it every single day, and that at some point they're going to have to just. Uh, now, is that a double-edged sword? Sword, sword, or sword? Definitely sword. The W is silent, so it's not sword. It's sword. Correct. Is it a double-edged sword in that we want to do that because obviously we want people watching and we want to, you know, get bosses and higher ups to realize how valuable we are. However, we are going to field a lot of complaints then. Because we're going to drive people to a website that might be crashing, and we're going to be dealing with a lot of—I'm sure the Facebook page will light up with complaints. Yeah, it's for the greater good, though. You deal with the complaints early on because it takes care of it. It's it's for the greater good. It's like um, if if uh, I don't know, like let's say if we owned a uh, an apartment building, a housing complex, and everybody uh, moved in, and we were like, "This is great. This is great. It's going to be great. You're going to love it." And then everybody said the air conditioning is not working. And uh, 
we went to our boss and we're like, look, we got all these complaints. Now we have to put in super air conditioners. Right. Okay. That's what's going to happen here. If we have all these complaints that we crash the, the server, that's just going to mean, okay, we've got to enhance the product. We've got to push more money into this. We've got to, we've got to make it bigger and better, which is going to help. I think. I think that makes a lot of sense. And uh, it's okay. All right. I think we're on the same page here. Web yeah. streams, very exciting. The web stream is going to be great. Especially if I continue to dress like a slob. That'll really make yeah. things perk. I mean, this is going to be interesting. I told you the other night, with the new time slot, uh, there's going to be more scrutiny on us than ever before. For sure. We are going to be on during a day part that is very significant to the network's success, to the sales team, uh, to the affiliates, to every part of the network. We are going to be a significant uh, reason whether it, uh, the network uh, succeeds or fails. Plus, all three hours that we are on the air, the bosses will be in the office listening. So because of that, um, this is exciting, but at the same time, there is going to be an, an expected level of uh, professionalism or, um, you know, just making, show, uh, making sure the show is better. For you, I don't care what you dress like. You can wear Bermuda shorts and... Bermuda shorts? What are you, Tom Coughlin? Who says that anymore? <laughs> are those not a thing anymore? I don't think so. Okay, well, you can wear cargo shorts. Okay. And uh, your Henrik Lundqvist jersey. Okay. Hey, listen. As long as I do a better job. As long as your level of producing jumps up to that next notch and you meet the challenge, I don't care what you wear. All business, work-wise, all, all party, dress-wise. Yeah, this is like the Seattle Seahawks. Okay. We get the job done and win Super Bowls, win playoff games. We're going to let you be yourselves. We're going to let you be an individual, personality-wise, but... You have to get the job done, or else we're trading you, or we're cutting you, or we'll find somebody else. I like that mentality. I think it's a new mentality you've struck up. I, I feel like you've thought about this with me for a little bit. Uh, well. <laughs> like you're thinking, all right, how can I get this guy to produce more? Well, I'm not going to change who he is, so let me just act like this is a carrot when reality is going to do it anyway. Um, no, you know what I think probably, whether it's subconscious or conscious, it's that I've got to pick and choose my battles with you. Okay, that's right? a good point, yeah. I can't change everything. You can't, I can't just keep knocking fists. That's... I can't push if they can't be pushed anymore. So, <laughs> What you see is what you get so... in certain areas. <laughs> so what is more significant? To make you dress in a button-down and slacks every day? That doesn't help the show. Um, but the producing's not good or the producing <laughs> is better and you dress like you are going to spring break. Dress like you're going to spring break. I'm pumped. Spring break it is. <laughs> I might wear neon pink to the first show. Although I do think that in today's day and age, there's a lot of successful organizations that do this. Um, don't you feel like the Spurs are a little bit like this? Now, the Spurs aren't necessarily loud and obnoxious, but Popovich encourages them to be individuals. He encourages right. them to be unique. You know, read this, drink a lot of wine, do this, travel here. Um, think on your own, you know, have thoughts about politics and the world and everything. So I feel like maybe that's the new idea of a successful um, sports organization. Well, look at even look at post-game interviews. I mean, back in, when we were kids, it was always everybody was in a suit when you saw them in a, po in a podium. Now I got, you know, Cam Newton wearing, you know, the hat for Bob Sacamano and the Sopranos and Russell Westbrook wearing, you know, Flavor Flav's clock around his neck. So things have changed. Bob Sacamano, though, is a Seinfeld reference. Yeah, what did I say? The Sopranos. Oh, Seinfeld. Yeah. Two shows, S's, same thing.
Yeah, when Cam Newton's uh, wearing the uh, the Mr. Planter's peanut hat <laughs> at a post-game press conference, you know that uh, the old suit and tie thing is out the window. I'm going to be Cam Newton with, like, the fur earring hanging down. Yeah, I'm like, all for that. That's what I'm going to do. And that's good for the webcast, too. I'm, I'm looking to book a Paul Molitor and have, like, a furry <laughs> earring hanging from my head. Uh, have you been uh, looking at baseball managers? Uh, yeah, well, I, it's... Yes, I emailed the Minnesota Twins today looking for either Paul Molitor, Brian Dozier, or Joe Maurer for next week because hey. they've been a nice story early yeah, on. been a great story. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm trying. Okay. I have sent more emails, and this is just to pat myself on the back. Nice. I've sent more emails in the last week than I think I have in the last five years producing, so I don't know <laughs> if that that's... right? Well, that's probably an exaggeration, but I've sent a lot. Let's say over the last week you've sent more than 50 emails? Yes. More than seventy-five, I would say it's in the fifty to seventy-five range. So let's say you let's say you sent seventy-five emails on a normal week. What will you send? Ten. Okay, so that's that's seven weeks of work you've and it, shoved into one week. It's a combination of emailing, you know, relationships we already had about the time change and right. hoping to continue, and on top of that, maybe relationships that we didn't already have, where I'm trying to you know reach for the stars on certain guests for this week. Now, if you ask me how many guests do I have set in stone for next week, the answer would be none. So, I don't know, but I'm still confident. Plant the seeds. That's all I'm doing. We're just planting the seeds and watering it right now. I know as a producer, I can only control what I can control, and if I'm working my ass off, the results will come eventually. That's a good, uh, I like that. That's a good way to live by. Good pearl wisdom there. So, I hear, uh, well, so we're very excited. Monday is when the new time slot shift changes, 9 a.m. until noon Eastern time. Monday through Friday, you'll be able to watch it on the web stream, which we'll promote. We'll send that link out every single day. It's going to be great. I hear that inside B, you caught up with Shep. That was the big surprise I teased last week. I was happy I could do it. We had one more bow to tidy up. Dave Shepard, Shep from Pharrell on the Bench, who was iconic at both our overnight days and the evening days. I figured before we move to nights, we got to get some closure on Shep because we wondered, is he still alive in Memphis? Yeah. And I've caught up with Shep inside B, and I think it's real interesting if you remember Shep from the show because I don't want to ruin anything, but you get a different kind of Shep, and it almost seems like real life has sunk in on him. This is exciting. Okay, Shep with side B. We will see you Monday morning at 9 a.m. Eastern time when you tune in to the DA show next week. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. All right, welcome into side B of the Permission Granted podcast. The final, if you will, final Permission Granted podcast with the DA show in its current format, in its current time slot before the switch to mornings next week. And now we had James Ward kind of giving his swan song last week on Side B, and I had promised you guys, the listeners, a surprise because as we say farewell to evenings, there was, I would say, a couple things we needed to tidy up and and finish out and make sure there was some closure on. And perhaps the biggest storyline of that comes in with the surprise guest here on Side B, and that is, is Shep. Dave Shepard's still alive, and we have tracked him down, and he is here on side B of the PGP. Shep, what's up? What's up, man? It's, uh, it's, it, first of all, um, I'm really excited about the news. I had a, I had a question about that. Okay. Um, but it, it's, it's great to be on with you, Red. It's great to hear an old voice, great to hear an old friend's voice. Um, congrats on all the big things you're doing, man. I'm really happy for you. Oh, I am too, Shep. Uh, I'm well. I'm happy to hear you're doing well because we have been asking this question because every once in a while they shoot me a Facebook message and we'll check in. But Da has brought it up numerous times on the air, just hoping you're doing well as you've gone. Right. You left Pharrell on the bench to go teach in Memphis, and how long ago did you leave? Now was it early summer? 
Uh, it was it was basically late May, so it's it's pretty much a year now. It's almost a year since you've been gone. Wow! So we haven't really heard your voice anywhere near CBS Sports Radio in about a year. So tell yeah. us, uh, tell the listeners, how are things going in Memphis? Uh well, uh, <laughs> well, stuttering, so that can't be good. Uh, it's uh, the, the world that that you and I that I, that I was in for a long time that that you're in and continue to grind in and continue to succeed in every single day and the world that your listeners are exposed to every single day is in complete contrast to what it is that I see. Um, okay. Every single day. Uh, you feel like you're in a different country. Interesting. Um, it's just, yeah, it, it's been, it's, 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 it's challenging in, 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 in so many ways that I don't want to even bore you or your listeners with the details, but but I, I, I will say that um, there's a, there's a part of society that you don't even realize exists, and I've been smothered in that for the last year. Okay, all right. Well, this is interesting and almost upsetting to hear because I could hear almost like pain in your voice. So I'm gonna I'm gonna the way I interpret that is you are a teacher in I am assuming is a school district with some very difficult students. Well, it's 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 South Memphis, so it's one of the poorest uh, area codes in, in America. Okay, so you, you deal with a lot of troublemakers, you know, stuff like giving kids giving you a hard time and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't uh, look. I mean, I think I think most of them. I think most of them are, are are good kids. I think there's the way. I don't again, Rez. I, I don't want to bore you with too many details. No, 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 no. no. We want to hear how you're doing, so this is fine. So the way. So the way schools are run in this country is they're based on property taxes. And funding is all based on property taxes. So when you don't have that and you don't have funding, it rears its ugly head in the school, right? Because you don't have right. money to pay for classes. Teachers are being overworked with 35 students in the class instead of other schools where funding is, is no problem. They're having 10, 15 kids in the school. Um, you, so then again, now you don't have the teachers, right? So you can't hire that many teachers. So now what happens is you're stuck with kids that read at a kindergarten grade reading level and then kids that can read at a ninth and tenth grade reading level. And so that creates a problems within itself. Yeah, well, you can't, and, I, and I'm assuming you can't allocate the time to the kid that needs more, you know, oh, reading. No, no, you know, and, and the, the biggest problem is that the, the kids that, um, you know, a lot of these kids, um, they grow out. They grow up without, without fathers. A lot of them, uh, not all, but but a lot of them. And so the reality is, they have these amazing mothers, but the mothers are working three jobs. Um, there's not a lot of time um, at home in terms of helping them with homework, in terms of stuff that they could be learning um, outside of school. And then the problem is that then rears its ugly head into school. So I, I get, I get, I get cursed out on a daily basis. Wow. Um, I get threatened. Uh, I've been called uh, cracker many times. Um, okay. I've. Uh, I mean, I. I mean, is, is the language? Can I use language on your podcast? I mean, I could bleep it out. Is you know, there's always a good bleep. <laughs> gotcha. Well, basically, I've, I've. I never knew a white person could be called the N word so many times. Um, wow. Yeah. So it's it's one of those things where, look, you connect with a lot of them. I think a lot of them are, are truly good human beings. Um, I know that they they constantly check each other. Um, they associate each other. They they talk about each other's parents. They 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 hit each other like you and I shake hands. 
Um, <sighs> that's how that's how common it is. I can't tell you how many fights I've broken up. Oh well, um, well, let me ask you this, Shep, because uh, I can yeah. I can send. First of all, it actually it, it's hurting to me because I truthfully didn't know any of this before I got you on the podcast. This isn't the reason I necessarily got you on the podcast. The reason was to see how you were doing, and I could hear almost. And I don't even mean this in a in a bad way, but like you used to be so full of life, make everybody laugh around the CBS Sports Radio newsroom, and I almost feel like you're very subdued. How, do you feel like this job has taken a, a, a chunk out of you, maybe more so than you anticipated? Oh yeah, I mean, you know, the other thing, Raz, is it, it's you know a, a job like this. It becomes a lot more than a job. It, it almost becomes like a, a um, kind of like a, a purpose. And that, and what I mean by that is that the job is not nine to five. It's not eight to four. You know, you you. You're waiting a lot of times at school for the kids to get picked up, and a lot of times they're not getting picked up. So oh if they gosh. want to stay after school for anything, you're driving them home all, all throughout Memphis. And uh, it's, not, it's not a neighborhood school. So they're throughout uh, the city, and the city of Memphis is about 25, 30 minutes um, driving. So there's times when getting home at 7 or 8 o'clock, um, you know, and then there's all these this, this paperwork that we have to worry about. Just being a charter school, there's certain requirements we have to meet. It's It's been a very heavy job i mean you did, know, did you expect this that like this much of a workload or this to no. be to be this challenging i know you were excited for a new challenge did you expect it to be this challenge uh i i, I expect it to be this challenging but there's never any way uh to prepare for it it's like you know it's almost like fame i've, I've never been famous you're a lot closer to it than i am oh, there's uh, the ship we know <laughs> but uh you know it's, it's almost like nothing can prepare you for it um so i, I knew it'd be challenging but i i didn't know and, and the way the way that it would be challenging, uh, it's definitely been heavy um, to kind of see what these kids go through. I know a lot of these kids. Uh, I mean, I when, when I when I take them out, if I you know I take I try to take them out once a week, um, you know, at the very least. And, and a lot of times, take them out to what like lunch or yeah, yeah, lunch. That's nice. Um, you know, a lot a lot of times they don't even have a dollar on them, and it's always you know. And I, I try to save myself a little money because I I gotta you know I gotta budget myself and it's 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 sad but it's always like well my mom didn't make any money today or my mom's not working my dad's not working i mean it's in, it's unfathomable for a lot of us especially people that work at cbs to have come from a household where their parents make nothing literally nothing right um and it's just so i don't blame so but but really Mirad, to sum it up it's 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 the infrastructure where we where we set up education we're not like for example i can tell you i have over 200 kids right Okay, and and I get a hundred dollar budget, right, for the entire year. I have over two hundred kids. Hundred dollars per kid. No, overall, that's my budget for the what? entire year. That for the entire year. Now you have private schools. Now I, I again, I know they're private, so it's it's based on you know privatization and all that. But you have private schools where they have eighteen kids in one class and they have two thousand dollar budgets. Wow. Um, we don't have. We have. Two foreign language classes, Spanish one and Spanish two. What are you teaching? I teach world history. Okay. Um, now, now we have now we have Spanish one and Spanish two. Morass. Most public high schools have Spanish one, Spanish two, three, four. They have um, they have Latin, they have French at, at bare minimum. Most public high schools in this country. We don't have a soccer team. We don't have a football team. Uh, we don't have lacrosse. We don't have we um, we have two sports. We got baseball and we got basketball. And those are the only two sports that we have. When when the kids play varsity basketball, they have to the the girls team and the boys team travels on the same bus. They travel on the same bus. The boys team has to wait three hours before even playing, just because we don't have 
a means of two buses of transportation. Oh, wow, that's brutal. And, and for those of you listening, we are talking to Shep, formerly of Pharrell on the Bench, who was a uh, key component on the DA show in our uh, our years on night, who has been away from CBS Sports Radio since last May. So, Shep, I guess that brings me to the next question, because it seems like you really have a purpose in doing this, but it seems like it's a little more challenging than maybe you thought. Do you miss being in radio, or at worst, do you miss like being around all of us? Um, I, I mean, uh, I, I miss you guys. Um, uh, I'm very happy that, very happy that Doug Gottlieb left. Wow. Um, okay, Shep. Very, very happy about that. Uh, would walk by him a few times, would never acknowledge me. Um, so you're not a Gottlieb guy, is what you're saying? No, I, I, I'm, that's what. That's kind of what I wanted to ask you about. What, why I was, why? Well, I'll ask that question a bit, but but yeah, to be honest, yes, I miss DA. I miss you. Uh, Ward, Ward's a good guy. Joe's a good guy. Um, Joe left, by the way. Are you aware that Joe left? Yeah, I'm, I'm aware. I saw that. I saw that on Facebook. Uh, I know Jay posted about Joe leaving. He posted about a page worth. Um, and I know Jay was very sad. Um, he didn't apologize for being so pure into the. Mo- I, dude, I heard that podcast. That was funny, man. Oh yeah, with Jay Berman. Could you believe that? Did a lot of pent up anger. What do you think, Shep? Do you think yeah. Jay is going to miss me? Is that what it comes down to, or do you think I am too self serving? No, you're one of the few people that he likes. Um, I'm one Jay, of the few. I, I don't think Jay liked me. I think I think. Oh, Jay, he liked I you. Think, We've discussed it. We because we there no. have been there have been nights in the newsroom where we look around and go, man, we could really use Shep right now to make us laugh. And Jay has said that. I could tell you that. Well, no, no, because I, I I grew up a lot of CBS. I mean, I came in as pretentious and and um, very self involved, and I think I grew up a lot there. Um, I think you were very patient with me. I thought Da was very patient, and I think there wasn't even a time where I don't think Da was too fond of me. No, we were um, fond of you, Shep. You were a different cat. You knew that. Well, I mean, Shep, when I, you're walking around telling us you got bud, uh, you know, bed bugs, and you got two garbage bags worth of clothes, what are we supposed to think? No, no, I thought there was, um, I thought there was a time period where I felt where I was entitled to things that were not fair, and I felt like I treated people in a way that wasn't fair, and that's something that I learned at CBS. Now, if you're Doug Gottlieb, you can get away with it. Um, Back but, to Gottlieb. But no, but but no, because I heard that news, and it always amazes me how um, everyone's making it out to. And the reason I comment on it because everyone's what I heard is people are making out to this big loss, man. Man, CBS just got better. They got better. I'm pumped. I'm excited for a future. Listen, I, I I've grown yeah. to have a good appreciation for Dougie. He's treated me well, in particular over the last year. But yeah, I think CBS is at a CBS Sports Radio in particular is very healthy going forward. I think Tiki and Tierney are going to do an excellent job. And I'm really excited. I'm really excited for us in the, in the middays. I think we're going to do a great job. And Bill Ryder at night. Bill Ryder is excellent. I don't know if you're familiar with him. He's yeah. excellent. Is that is that so? That's what six to ten. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah, he's a he's a very well known writer. Now, do you miss working with Scotty at all? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Scott's one of a kind. Um, you know, I didn't. You know, I, I've I've retired from radio, um, so I'm never going to go on a radio show again. Or That's go, it. It's I, over. You've closed the door. Teaching yeah. forever. Yeah. No. Well, no. But uh, no. Okay. But uh, but um, I definitely plan on coming back this summer. I definitely plan on uh, meeting up with him and uh, Chop and Gunner and and Steph, his family, and definitely want to see Mafia. Um, definitely want to see those guys out in Jersey. Spend some time because for me it was never about you know you always have that bond and it, as you know Mraz you're always going to have that bond with Kenny you're always going to have that bond with Joe D and and, right. and Mraz and and, uh, and even not Moralia for a little bit right well for sure I still talk to Steve on a weekly basis right right well that's more than me uh, <laughs> <laughs> well he he, te- he texts me when he needs something Shep it's one of right. those situations right right but.
but uh but yeah so i mean i i, I love cvs um you know you you you, you were i mean you, you're a you're a meet you're a rising star there so very, you're too uh, kind ship but no, no i have Marissa, i have a question for you though now okay shoot um, so okay so uh, you can you can take out whatever you want on this podcast but i i do have this is my this is my humble opinion all right. Wait, hold on. You're doing the thing where you change your voice to that like Texas Southern swang again. I'm sorry. I, well, I guess when I get excited or I talk sports, I, I, I there's a different to- uh, tone and a different uh, reference I have about something. So I get I get amped. I get excited. All right. All right. So get excited. What do you want to ask me? All right. So listen, I, I know you're going to take the PC answer on this, but okay. having said that, having said that, wasn't wasn't DA next in TV? Like, isn't that the right decision here? Oh, you're saying should DA yeah. have taken over for Doug yes. Gottlieb? Yes. Now, I, I, by the way, I, I love. I think Tiki's. A, I think Tiki's a great guy, and I and I respect Samter. I think Tiki's a, a great dude, and I think and I respect Samter and how hard he works. But I think y'all would have been great, and it's not to knock them because I, I think they're going to do a, a very good job. Right. But I think you guys are great, and I'm surprised that there wasn't something in that. Um, you know. Uh, that little form of entertainment, and and it, I think CBS is getting a little bigger. CBS Sports. Now, I know we're competing with FS1 and ESPN, but I think you guys would be so good for that. Why did that not happen? Okay, well, I'll I'll say this: uh, DA obviously had become Doug Gottlieb's number one fill-in whenever Doug was out, and, and DA would fill in. So I guess if you were just looking at the basic premise of that, I guess you could say, yeah, okay, well, DA is going to move into Doug's spot when Doug leaves. I don't think it's that simple. I think you have to realize something that DA came. DA is first of all younger than BT and Tiki. So he came from a situation where we were overnights, then we were evenings, and we keep slotting up the rung, and now we're middays, where Tiki and Tierney had been around a little, well, we both started CBS Sports Radio at the same time, but they were in the mornings, and they were in the middays, like, they've done their gradual climb through the day, where, you know, if something ever happened down the line where Tiki and Tierney went somewhere else, then maybe that would be time for, I think it's just a natural climbing of the ladder, where... You know, maybe it just wasn't DA's time to, to hop them, if you will. And really, I think it's just semantics. I think, you know, our morning show kind of routine, I, I think we kind of do a morning zoo kind of feel in the DA show. We're wacky, we're zany. And I think that fits in particular because we're going to be on 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. on the West Coast where we're going to have like, like a morning show feel. And I think that's kind of what the DA show is where afternoon drive could be a little more of like pounding the stats and stuff like that, which is what BT and Tiki do with some of their fun. So I, I, I think it totally works out fine. I get where you're coming from. Yeah, being on TV would have been awesome. But I could tell you honestly, Shep, I don't think DA or myself are sitting in the newsroom today like pouting like, man, we should have got Doug Gottlieb's slot. Like, no, nah, no, nah, not at all. We're pumped yeah. up. You know what I mean? No, no, no. I think it's, I think it's an amazing opportunity. But, I, but again, I, I still think there's got to be a way to get that show on. Like, I, I've always... Well, we're going to be web streamed, Shep. We're going to be web streamed. So there will oh. be cameras on us. All right, so so, oh, so so when is Pharrell getting in this mix then? <laughs> that, now, now you're gonna have to call those boys. I don't know when that's happening for them. Okay. All right. Cause, um, cause okay. That, so that should must be because that. Listen, man. Like to me, and this is, um, I think the in in terms of being a solo host, now it's a different kind of show than Scott, but strict because Scott Scott's everything, right? But if you talk strictly, and I I, I take Scott Pharrell aside because I, I remove my prejudice here because I you know I'm Scott Pharrell. Hundred percent. And if I remove DA just because of my affinity for you guys, so if I remove you two, and I look at the best form of sports radio there's ever been I, and on TV, I look at Mike Francesa and I look at Colin Coward. Okay. Those two guys. Those are so two I legends. Think, so, so I, I really believe that DA can be that guy if given the opportunity. And I know y'all really want 
um, to be as big as possible. I, I just think that's... It's coming, Chip. Okay, good. I, it's I'm, coming. I mean, we're only four and a half years into this thing. It's coming. And I think the strides that the DA show has, has made is unbelievable. And I think it's been noticed by bosses. So I wouldn't hang your hat. I, I'm glad for your concern. But believe me, we have a great opportunity in front of us. Yeah. Now, oh, before, because I know we're running out of time, before I let you go to kind of to loop everything back together. Sure. Um, Long term, will you be a teacher? Or are you looking into your next endeavor in life? Uh, man, that's a good question. I'm just, I'm just ready for the year to be over with, um, and then we'll see. We'll see what happens from there. I don't want to make any like De- declarations. Like, now, is the goal to move back home closer to your parents, or you like, you know, want to stay in Tennessee? Well, it's not going to get easier uh, meeting people as I get older. So. uh Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah I should ask you about that. How's your love life? Any dates down in Memphis? I haven't been a date. I haven't been on a date in a year. So, so you haven't date been on. You haven't taken a girl to Applebee's, let's say, since you moved. I haven't said the word Applebee's to a girl since I've moved. Wow. So you really have the well is dried up on Shep for this year. Yeah, I mean, just I, I mean, mean there's a point in time last Valentine's Day you basically taking two girls out. Now you're not even seeing any. No, I I would be awful on a date today. I wouldn't even. Well, I wouldn't be awful, but I I'd be out of my element. Wow. Okay. So safe to say the stock has gone up on Luberderm in uh, the Memphis area. <laughs> well, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that because I you just get so it's like uh, it's like working for the Peace Corps. You just it, you just get consumed with it. It becomes your life. And then any any Jeez. spare second you have, Marat, you don't want anything to do with people. You just want to be in your bed, literally under a blanket, watching anything. As long as the only noise is coming from one source and not multiple people. Wow, it's Shep. I, I got to be honest; it breaks my heart a little bit to hear you this crushed. But the bottom line is this: you are alive, so that's yeah, that's what yeah. we're excited about. Yes. Although, although, can I, can I just very quickly? Uh, my first two weeks here, um, I had two students removed uh, from my class because they both shot at each other, um, like with guns. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Not 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 at school, but off campus um and i won't i would never ever break that professional code and, and reveal who or what the school is but I, i'll just say that that's that was kind of my eye-opening moment to how committed i and how crucial this job really is so yes i sound i'm sure i sound very um down on the dump. but Marez, can i say one thing quickly too yes shep we're running out of time quickly very quick so i love jay berman and the guy is so forward and candid he's right he is 100% right about our generation. We are too self-congratulatory. We're too look-at-me, and we're too old Del Beckham-esque. And we've lost substance, and we're too big on hype, and we're too big on fluff. And we always have to let the world know exactly what we're thinking, what we're doing, and we need likes, and we need comments, and we need super likes. And that's, that's, but that's our generation. So are you, are you, is that your kind way of telling me I need to stop doing that and your team Berman? No, because... Because I'd rather have a Sean Mraz than because you know what you do all that stuff, but you also bust your ass. Okay. So you got to you got to take you got to take the good with the bad, and there's a lot more good. But I think and tell Jay this: I think Jay's more frustrated with our generation than he is you your behavior on social media. Okay, I will pass that along to Jay Shep. I got to be honest; this was great catching up with you. Really, it was great hearing your voice. Uh, it was great oh to God. kind of at least get closure as we leave the nights to see what you were up to. And let's keep in touch, man. You know, on Definitely. your next endeavor or anything like that, let's get you back on the PGP as soon as we can. Definitely. And, and, and I tell the, yeah, I messaged him a bunch of times. I'm still waiting to hear back. And I love you all very much. And big congratulations to what you're both doing. Really happy for you.
All right. That, thanks, Shep. So that'll do it for Side B of the PGP and the PGP in general. You can follow me at Mraz CBS. Evening listeners, it's been a pleasure. Follow us next week into the daytime. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. T